Looking to part ways with complicated, expensive, and uncertain shipping? Then give your business the edge it needs with USPS Ground Advantage shipping from the United States Postal Service. Keep everything simple with clear upfront pricing and no unexpected surcharges. Keep things affordable with some of the lowest prices out there and keep it all reliable with on-time ground shipments. It's time to turn shipping to your advantage. Learn how at usps.com advantage. USPS Ground Advantage, simple, affordable, reliable. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is Optimal Finance Daily, episode 1862. Four Simple Tactics to Keep You and Your Spouse on Budget by Hannah True of mappedoutmoney.com. And I'm your host and personal finance enthusiast, Diana Merriam. I hope you're having a wonderful start to your weekend, whether you're observing Good Friday, celebrating Passover, or stressing about tax day. In any case, we're going to continue the conversation of finances and spouses from yesterday, but this time from a different author. So with that, let's get right to it and start optimizing your life. Four Simple Tactics to Keep You and Your Spouse on Budget by Hannah True of mappedoutmoney.com. Previously, we discussed the best strategy to convince your spouse to budget, but that's only half the battle. Once you finally establish a realistic budget, how do you make sure you and your spouse stay on the same page? Nick and I identified four tactics that keep us acting like a team when it comes to our money and marriage. Number one, get rid of the spender versus saver label. It's the norm to label yourself as a spender or a saver, but I think we're all a mix of both. You may like spending money differently than your spouse, but I think we'd all be lying if we said we don't like spending on anything. Saving is the same way. Maybe saving comes naturally to you, but not so much for your spouse, but there's something that will motivate everyone to save. For you, it may just be seeing your net worth grow. For your spouse, maybe it's growth in your Caribbean vacation fund. I'm in the Caribbean boat. If you and your spouse establish your why together and set a realistic budget to work towards your goals, then the spender versus saver labels should fall by the wayside. Ultimately, it comes down to what Carol Dweck identifies as a fixed versus growth mindset. In a fixed mindset, You believe that you have fixed traits and abilities with limited control over your own improvement or accomplishments in life. You're either a winner or a loser, a spender or a saver. But in a growth mindset, you're in control. Want to get better at saving money? In the growth mindset, it's well within your control to learn about finance and improve your own money situation. Labeling yourself as a spender or a saver plays into the fixed money mindset. It tricks you into thinking your success with money is predetermined. I'm sure there are people who could debate over mindsets and labels all day long, 
But it comes down to this. It does not benefit you to label yourself as a spender or a saver. It's much better to track your money, look back on the past month and think, wow, I've been spending more money than I should and I'm not happy with my savings, but I can change that. I'm going to take control of my finances so that I'm happy with where my money goes next month. You may be thinking, okay, I shouldn't use the spender label, but I'm a saver and that's a good thing, so I'll still use that one. But that takes away the effort you put into being wise with your money. Instead of labeling yourself a saver, look back on what you saved last month and think, wow, I worked really hard to be mindful about what I did with my money and it paid off. I wanna help my spouse get on the same page so he or she can feel how rewarding it is to work toward and reach our money goals for the month. Labels will get you nowhere, but Carol Dweck's growth mindset will get you just about anywhere you wanna go. Number two, find a tool to keep you on the same page. This step is crucial. It doesn't matter what tool you choose. It can be an app, the cash envelope system, or a beautiful Excel sheet that you color code to complement the feng shui in your living room. Just pick a tool and stick to it. If you've spent much time on our site, you probably know our tool of choice is you need a budget. It can be a little complicated to set up, but the payoff is huge. Nick and I both have the app on our phone, so we have an up-to-date briefing on our budget everywhere we go. If I'm at TJ Maxx and find a French bulldog onesie I'm dying to buy, I can instantly check how much spending money I have left for the month. It gives me the freedom to make a wise decision without calling Nick and asking for permission every time I wanna buy something. And it grants him the same freedom. In short, you need a budget or whatever tool you use is to your budget what a double sink is to your master bathroom, a marriage saver. So don't skip over finding the right tool for you and your spouse. Number three, celebrate milestones. I come from a family of diehard Alabama fans. And if you know anything about college football, you've probably heard the name Bear Bryant a man whose wisdom stretches far beyond the realm of football. Years ago, my dad printed a copy of a letter the bear sent to a football recruit and highlighted this quote, there are no easy ways, but there are ways to enjoy the journey and we must find them, end quote. This quote applies to football, marriage, personal finance, and life in general. There are no easy ways, but you can still enjoy the journey. So how do you figure out your finances while enjoying the journey? Identify your long-term financial goals and celebrate your small successes on the way to achieving them. Maybe you're trying to save $20,000 for a down payment and you were able to save an extra $500 this month because you spent less on groceries and decreased your fun money budget. Celebrate by treating you and your spouse to a coffee shop date. Talk about what a great month you had and write down the things that make it such a success. Then write down ways to make next month even better. Celebrating small wins keeps you both motivated and on the same page with your finances and long-term goals. And number four, talk regularly. Maybe you and your spouse naturally talk all the time, or maybe life is so hectic it's hard for you to get past the how was your day small talk. Either way, you should schedule a time where you and your spouse spend quality time talking about your finances one-on-one. Ideally, Nick and I like to sit down at least every other week to have a focused conversation about our finances. 
Sometimes we even treat ourselves to Waffle House or dessert out to make budget talks that much more fun. Sometimes we all need a little extra encouragement to tackle a financial discussion. It's a journey. Failures don't define you. Establishing and sticking to your budget will be hard. There will be days when you want to throw in the towel and there will be months where disaster strikes and you can't even see your budget in the rearview mirror. When that happens, remember another piece of advice from that Bear Bryant letter. Quote, win with humility and take losing with dignity while planning to come back, end quote. A great team wins and loses well. They learn from their successes and failures, and that's exactly what you and your spouse should aim to do. Marriage makes you and your spouse a team, but it's up to you whether your team journeys to greatness or mediocrity. You just listened to the post titled Four Simple Tactics to Keep You and Your Spouse on Budget by Hannah True of mappedoutmoney.com. If you've been using Mint to manage your finances, I've got some bad news. Mint is shutting down. But now for the good news. There's a better alternative. Our sponsor, Monarch Money. Mint users are turning to Monarch Money and loving it. Maybe you're saving for a down payment, a wedding, a dream vacation, your kid's college. I've found that Monarch makes it so easy to help you reach your financial goals, whatever they are. I definitely wouldn't be able to allocate my finances or plan as clearly without help from Monarch. In fact, Monarch is the top-rated all-in-one personal finance app. It gives you a comprehensive view of all of your accounts, investments, transactions, and more. Create custom budgets, set goals, and collaborate with your partner. And now get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com OFD. After trying out Monarch for myself, I understand why it's the top-rated personal finance app. And right now, get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com OFD. That's M-O-N-A-R-C-H-M-O-N-E-Y dot com slash OFD for your extended 30-day free trial. Looking to part ways with complicated, expensive, and uncertain shipping? Then give your business the edge it needs with USPS Ground Advantage Shipping from the United States Postal Service. Keep everything simple with clear upfront pricing and no unexpected surcharges. Keep things affordable with some of the lowest prices out there. And keep it all reliable with on-time ground shipments. It's time to turn shipping to your advantage. Learn how at usps.com advantage. USPS Ground Advantage. Simple, affordable, reliable. I don't know about you, but I've really appreciated all these recent articles about managing money with a partner. This is new territory for me, and I'm learning a ton along the way. One thing I've been working on recently is trying to keep things in perspective and allowing space for this learning curve. I've mentioned before that when I was getting out of debt and fixing my finances, I was a bit extreme in terms of frugality. While I've certainly relaxed a bit, my tendency is to not want to spend money. When I do spend money, I tend to be highly critical about the value of that purchase. Now, this tendency served me very well in the season of life when I was getting out of debt, saving an emergency fund, and front-loading my retirement savings. A period of time of questioning or debating every purchase was valuable at that time of my life. But I'm in a new season now. I have more financial bandwidth to experiment. 
So with that context, my Midwestern gentleman and I made a recent decision to purchase a quarter cow. It's something we've talked about for years, and he took the initiative to get the deep freezer, find a supplier for the meat, put in the order, etc. We got the impression that buying in bulk like this would be better quality meat at a great price. But it didn't pan out that way. We ended up paying $6.50 a pound for a hundred pounds of meat that was mostly ground beef and things like liver and soup bones that we don't have much use for. I was pretty disappointed in this purchase, but here's the thing. It was a learning experience. Now we know not to go down this route again, and it didn't break our budget or cause us to go into debt. I've said it before and I'll say it again. I can always make more money, but I will never get back the time I spend feeling bad about my money decisions. So upwards and onwards we go. That's a wrap for another Friday show. Have a great start to your weekend, and I'll be back tomorrow where your optimal life awaits.